Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? How's everything going? Happy Tuesday to y'all, man. You know what they say about Tuesdays? Well, California anyway. You either going to show me them titties or you going to give me some tacos. <laughs> now nah, I'm messing. Hey, um, this is a, a you know midweek show that we got going on because like we said last Sunday when we had to leave y'all early for Easter, even though it wasn't that early, we still put about two hours on for you. But with all the personalities we had, uh, things just kind of got time restricted, uh, cutting the subjects that we had and all that stuff. And as, as in-depth as we all go, time flies. And uh, we had a lot of news going on that we still needed to break, and we had to end up the show and wrap it all up and all that. But, you know, we, we, we got time during the week. Today I got time. You know, today we'll have got time, and um, we're going to touch on a whole lot of stuff that we um, didn't get to get to, including the uh, Aries Landy Lara, um, Mr. Hurd fight that's going to go down for the um, quote-unquote super IBF junior middleweight world championship. Also, we had the upset of the year last year with Caleb Truax uh, versus James Miguel in a so sudden rematch for the IBF super middleweight championship. So, um well, you know what we're starting off with because major waves went out in the boxing world today about Canelo Alvarez. Um, but before we get all that, hey, real started, quick, hey, that uh, Heard versus yeah, yeah. Uh, Laura's uh, it's a unification WBA versus the IBF. It's a unification bout, so remember that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, big deal. Sure. Yeah, it's gonna be easy work. It's not a big deal. Target practice is what it's gonna be. Um, but, yeah, no, no, thank you for that, Willa. Um, my handwriting that I had on my paper right here is a little funky, and you already know I'm I'm chomping at the bit for the first uh, subject that we have that's making major waves today. But, hey, fuck all that, man. How was um, how was your Easter Sunday, and how's the week started off for you, Willa? Uh, yeah, man, everything was good. Excellent Sunday with the fam. Just uh, ate, chilled. Um, that was about it, man. That was it. Monday was good. Tuesday's good. Like you said, hopefully I can go get some tacos and some titties. We'll see what's popping. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, but, yeah, uh, I wanted to say let's go ahead and make – I was going to go ahead and make this announcement. I think Will and Wilson's dead. Uh, my man, Will, he sold me out, and it's hard to keep on going with the show with the guy that uh, that isn't on the show. His name is on there, so, you know. Holla at Wilt. He tried. He did what he could do. But, you know, we ain't, we don't, we can't all live our lives like I live my life. And that it just is what it is. So, 
from now on, I think we will be giving the people two episodes of uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Uh, during the on the Sunday, we'll give the breakdown of the what's been happening over the weekend, and then I think we'll start going with Wednesday the same day, uh, starting next week, coming in with our predictions for the next week, anything that's been happening that we didn't get to cover on Sunday. So we'll have we'll we'll make it go down like that. Maybe Wednesday, maybe we'll do it on Thursday, just depending on how RC is feeling. But uh, I think we're going to take that that step forward and just put all our baskets into the Outsiders Podcast uh, Boxing Podcast as of right now. Jeez, man, breaking news. That was um, uh, a lot right there. Um, shit, the good part about it, like, um, the good part about it is we always have so much shit going on in boxing, and I feel like um, other boxing podcasts that that do more than one show a week, they always got a little bit of a step on us. Um, that's why, you know, I enjoyed the emergency podcast that we had, um, being able to, uh, get a little bit more into it because by the time – we always got so much shit going on in boxing during the week. By the time we get to it on Sunday, it's already old news. So, um, hey, um, shout-out to Wilt, like you said. Uh, but I'm looking at it like a blessing in disguise right now because I did enjoy the Willow and Wilt show like a motherfucker. Um, that's when I had first uh, uh, started rocking with y'all when you were doing that, and then it kind of just, you know, so we, we added on. But um, – Hey man, nonetheless, um, I'm I'm good with the same day, uh, the Wednesday that you had it going on, and um, you know, we can um we can make it work. Uh, I, I I'm fine with the days and the scheduling. It, it is what it is. During this time of the day is like a a great time for me. So, um, if that's what we got to do, then you know we gonna make it work. Definitely, that's what we will do. So we're gonna push forward doing that, and I'll make all the all the changes that need be to make it happen, man. So, yeah. So let's, like I always say, let's talk some boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, let's get to it, man. Um, breaking news today. You know, I, I, I was, um, a little bit on the fence of how I felt about this today because one part of me was giggling and then the other part was fuck. I wanted to see that shit though. I wanted to see, if we got some sort of um, just a, 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 a fight that was actually solidified with the way that it should have gone with the judge's scorecard in the first time, if we would have needed the judge's scorecard. Just clarification in a fight that was, you know, to be honest with you, the first fight was, it was okay. It wasn't a greatest fight, but it, it had its entertaining moments. It wasn't a stinker like Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker. Um, it, it had its moments for sure. Um, I, I think if if that last scorecard uh, that was so lopsided would have been, you know, a one fifteen, one thirteen in Canelo's favor, that would have, you know, swayed it the way it did. I don't think people would have had such a big problem with it. But you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is um, it was a wide decision for Canelo in a fight that. Personally, I don't think that he was ahead by that much. If anything, I thought that Gennady Golovkin won the fight. Certain things into consideration when you're talking about a guy like Canelo Alvarez who's had multiple um, advantages on the scorecard, whether it be Arizlandi Lara where uh, he had trouble finding Arizlandi Lara. I'm not so sure about the Austin Trout fight. A lot of people want to put that one in a perspective, but I wasn't in the greatest of mind states when I seen that fight, so I could be wrong. But I did think that Canelo edged that one against um, Austin Trout. Um, 
but the Floyd Mayweather um, one fourteen one fourteen draw was ridiculous. So uh, uh, Canelo has a track record, and usually track records don't you know they speak for themselves. But as we mentioned on Sunday, Canelo had until April eighteenth to get the decision from the athletic or the Nevada Athletic State Commission what was going to happen involving this fight. And I realized that that was just too close for comfort three weeks being before Cinco de Mayo. And now earlier today, they were talking about Canelo's going to have a press conference. I was like, huh, wonder what this is going to be about. Raised the eyebrow a little bit. Wasn't thinking about it too much. Sure enough, should have known. Canelo pulled out of his fight earlier in the day with Gennady Golovkin, the big rematch. Everybody's reaction. And first thing that came to my mind was he obviously didn't have a good enough alibi for what he was trying to bring to the table for the investigation. Um, Secondly, for him to pull out the way he did and not wait for them to uh, come up with the information that they needed leading until April 18th, it makes it seem for me anyways that he did them a favor as far as the people doing the investigation, saving them time and effort, long nights of uh, doing any kind of thing that they got doing, the way they can uh, somewhat bar or, or, or lessen the suspension or and or fine by saving them time. Because if you're going to court for something and you know you're innocent, you don't cave in the way Canelo caved in today. Um, for him pulling out the way he did, it just basically solidified the the years of allegations that I've thrown at Canelo where I've been called a hater. I've been called a racist. I've been called numerous names for things of the suspicion I had on Canelo Alvarez. Was he doing it this whole time? Maybe. I mean, for him to pull out the way he did today, though, um, pretty sad. I mean, I looked up. I was like, I gotta, I gotta see what the people are saying about this. Um, I, 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 I got in contact with uh, some of my folks and 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 did my little digging. It's like, uh, you know, everyone kind of is on the same page. I go to Canelo Alvarez's uh, Instagram handle where you know he has my era on his bio, and he's so self confident in himself. And I noticed the first post he had, he deactivated the comments. I think he should have deactivated all of them from every post he has because I looked at the second one and the comment section was just, I mean, the floodgates were open from, you know, not only the fans because the fans are going to be the most ridiculous people talking the most shit. In this case, they had a reason to Um, just reading some of the harsh things that people were saying to the guy. I kind of felt bad for Canelo for a second, but at the same time, this is the type of shit that you get when you put yourself in a situation where whether he is or he wasn't, I think he is. Whenever you decide to cheat the game, you have to come with, you have to be ready to to deal with everything that falls on to you because we've seen it in other sports. We've seen like with my guy, Barry Bonds, not led into the hall of fame. And, you know, people used to throw syringes at him when he was in the left field. You have to deal with that whenever there's any kind of allegations like that. And, um, you know, Barry took it like a man. It never seemed to bother him. But with a lot of other people, it's hard to say the same. Um, and Canelo Alvarez, 
at his press conference today, head down in shame. Head down in shame. Oscar De La Hoya's alibi obviously didn't work. Like Bob Arum says, it was the dog ate my homework excuse, and that was just not going to hold up. Tainted meat? Think about it, man. This shit ain't going to work. It's been, a, it's been an old tradition for guys, you know, in Mexico. And plus, Canelo then moved out of Mexico to San Diego. So why the fuck would he be going back to Mexico? It's all, you know, you just, you just put the dots together, man. But, you know, nonetheless, man, the floodgates were open from the fans, boxing writers, um, major network forums, fighters themselves. I mean, sheesh, it's crazy. Um, but the good thing is we will have a Cinco de Mayo boxing date with Triple G headlining, but we do not know who at this point in time. There's uh, a few names out there, but, um, we'll discuss that after we, um, after I get Willa's take on all this, because like I said, Willa, one half of me was key, key, key giggling. And the other half of me was like, the realization kicked in, like, I, I I had no idea, no belief that they would do something in a manner of cleaning up the sport and actually forcing Canelo to pull out of this whole shit and, you know what I mean, having to deal with everything that's, that's coming at him right now. Like I said, Willa, and I, I honestly mean it, I felt bad for Canelo a little bit. But at the same time, hey, I'm all for cleaning up the sport. And um, I think for the most part of me feeling bad for Canelo was, you know, boxing took a big black eye because this was the fight of the year in boxing. You know what I mean? Um, And for us not to get that because of uh, two clenbuterol drug test failures, shit, man, that's uh, not a good look for the sport. That's what UFC went through a while ago before they started getting a lot of testing involved in in, in, in a lot of their fights. So, um, man, bad situation with your guy Canelo, and um, I'm over here having a little bit of sympathy for the boy instead of just over here, you know, uh, you know, drinking some lemonade, kicking back like I'm watching Def Jam comedy. Um, Willa, what is your take on all this, man? Because you and I, we both were on the same page thinking that, ah, They'll get their briefcases. They'll brush it under the rug or sweep it under the rug, and we'll still get this fight. But now it's like the boxing world's upside down, bro. What, 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 what do you think about all this, man? Well, um, you know, I think you're going, you're diving a little too far into this. Um, is it a black eye for the sport? Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Is Canelo ashamed? Uh, I don't know if he's ashamed, but I know he's he's hurt that he had to let the fans down. Uh, yeah, at first when it came out, like you said, I was like, hey, they, you know, ain't nothing happening, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we'll see what's happening. Triple G wants to fight. It's still going down May 5th. But then I think last week they, they, they set the date uh, for it. So they were uh, – Bada or whoever is, is coming a little harder. So they were going to trial or going to court. They had the case or whatever. So I figured that it was going to be postponed till till uh, Mex- uh, Mexican Independence Day. I believe that's today, September something. So you know, this just confirmed that. 
uh, Canelo still says that he's a clean fighter, that he will be proven innocent, you know, but with everything being up in the air with this trial or this, not the trial, but he's got the court date to, uh, you know, to go over the, go over the, the evidence or whatnot they have against them and what evidence he has. Um, it's just, it's three, like I said, three weeks to the fight. It's up in the air. Uh, you don't want Takate and Hennessy and all these people to be paying more money than necessary. Go ahead and cancel the fight. Pull out the fight now. Go through your stuff and then have a whole thing of promotion. Not necessarily that promotion is needed, but you know you want your you want your uh, sponsors to feel that they get in their money their money's worth. So you know having a court date and having everything up in up in the air isn't a good business move. Uh, so the business of boxing says postpone the date, pull out, and I'm sure Canelo didn't want to pull out. That's why it's so sad because, yeah, guys like you are going to say, yeah, he's admitting it. He isn't admitting anything. He's still going to court. He didn't say I'm guilty, give me my fine, uh, you know what I'm saying, or give me my uh, suspension. No, 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 he's still fighting that. He's still going to his case. None of that has been said. We're not getting the fight. Shouldn't be that big of a surprise on May the 5th. Um, you know, he got caught with something. You, you know, if you're going to be the boss, you got to pay the cost, and he might have to pay the cost. We're not 100% sure. I haven't seen the evidence. I haven't heard the testimony. I haven't heard any of that. So I'm not going to jump off the the, uh, the mountain like you are, you know. Um, but I understand why it had to happen. I understand why it happened, and we'll just see. Now, if he does get, if he does get banned or he does get a, uh, you know, Six six month ban or whatever whatever he has he has to get, then we'll be able to say that he failed the drug test uh, for something else. But until then, it just is what it is. Um, fights get pushed back every week. You know fights you know fights get pushed back every week. B pull your skirt up. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm telling everybody pull your skirts up. Or got pushed back. Shit happens. It is what it is. No black eye to the game, especially if he gets found not guilty, and which he probably will. So, you know, it is what it is. Hate to see it happen, but truly uh, I do uh, love to see it happen because I wasn't going to be able to go, but now I definitely will be able to go. And, uh, you know, so somebody was looking out to me, looking out for me. And uh, shout-out to my boy, Alton Poor. We lost him today, H-Town legend. Just want to throw that out there. It has nothing to do with anything, but I want to make sure I put that out there, man. Uh, but as far as Canelo, Triple G, eh, it's what it is. I know you're hyped. Uh, you're upset about it. Uh, drawing a tear to your eye because you wanted to come out of the Canelo, no closet. Canelo closet this uh, uh, this May. Uh, but it isn't going to happen. You're going to have to wait till September. And it's all hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Well, now. I'm not going to put no dirt on the air, but you know what I'm saying. There's uh, some females I know out there in Las Vegas that I know from over in my town. I'm not sure if I showed you which ones I was talking about, but um, that's what I was trying to get to Vegas for. I was setting it up. I don't even need to get no hotel because she had a nice house over there, man. That's what I wanted to go to Vegas mostly for. But look, man, the thing about it is, besides all that, is they talking about a possible one-year suspension. Like, Six months is going to be the minimum. So, I mean, if they actually throw the book at Canelo with Seattle Times theory being 
you know, they're trying to save clout for Vegas and keep fighters wanting to come to Vegas instead of thinking it's so damn crooked. That might be a possibility that we might get a one-year suspension from Canelo Alvarez. And, I mean, so one year out, out the game is a – Hey, he, he failed two drug tests, bro, and they might be trying to, you know, throw the book at him to set an example because we've seen this shit happen before, and it was only one failed drug test with Lucas Brown when he got a six-month suspension. We got two drug failed drug tests from a guy who arguably lost the first fight against Gennady Golovkin, and he essentially tried to get some enhancements for advancements in the second fight. You know what I mean? So it might be taken into further consideration for a guy like Canelo Alvarez who's uh, – um, who is basically um, managed by Oscar De La Hoya, a guy that we know is probably coming up with these alibis when he's coked the fuck out. Hey, man, it all sounds good. They're not giving Canelo no one-year ban. Fuck out of here. Y'all know he's the cash cow, right? With uh, with my man, uh, Money Mayweather gone, the cash cow in, in uh, Las Vegas is Canelo. They're not giving him no year. He's probably not going to get a ban. I read something where they already said that it's it's in it's in the in the realm of meat poisoning. I think that was Vada or a doctor or something wrote it to Vada or something or other. I don't know if it's gonna go that you might be right. But the way I see it is we'll be seeing this in September. And uh Canelo will be clean somewhat. Hey. And so we'll see what happens. That's black. Won't man. be no excuse next that. time. Hey man, I don't want to go to no fight in September. That's whack, man. The fucking it is. Uh, Chavez no, Jun- no the Chavez party. Jr. fight was the Chavez Jr. fight was way more lit for Cinco de Mayo than it was for Triple G and Canelo in September. Like just the the whole fucking entirety of it all. Like I mean, yeah, yeah it's cold. Damn. Yeah. No, yeah. It's whack. Yeah, so it's, not, sucks, it's, cold. it's getting colder. It, I think it all dies down in September. I think like September first, which is maybe Labor Day, that might be the last day of summer. Everybody have partied out, so that thirteenth just really is, isn't as wired. But hey, it is what it is, man. I'll be there. Oh yeah, Vegas yeah. Because after the fight, after the, after the fight in September, when I got out, you know, I was wearing my white suit. I was suited and booted, man. Hot fire, and then it started raining. As soon as we got out the motherfucking MGM, like. Raining hard too. Like I was like, bro, man, like yo, you know, gotta gotta go outside and move across some of these fucking buildings. When I was at MGM, I had to get back to the Excalibur and shit like that. So it was like, I, I mean, it was a lot better in May when I went to go see him fight Caesar Chavez. Like I mean, J- Chavez Junior. But fuck, man, I mean, I, I I was I wanted to see how Vegas would have damn been nigga, you go to the fight. Huh? No, 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 no man. I, I told you, I, I told you, I told you, bro. I got business. You told us. Yeah, yeah. You told us. We hear you. We hear you loud and clear. Nah, I told you, bro. I got the. I got a reason to go to Las Vegas, man. My homegirl, you know, she's a, she's an employee out there, a self, a self contracted employee. But that has nothing to do with anything going on right now. I, you said we got Janelle on the line, so let's get yeah, to sleepy Janelle. Sleepy ass Janelle. Last week we tried, or last <laughs> Sunday we tried to go to him. He said he talking about he was asleep. Fuck out of here. I don't know what the hell's wrong with this nigga. Let's see if he sleep this time. It is late. 
I think Janelle is 43 years old, so he might be a little sleepy right now. Let's go to my man Janelle. No, we're not even giving him the whole the whole intro because last time he wasn't there, talking about he was asleep. <laughs> Janelle, Janelle, yo, yo, I put like 22 rounds last Sunday. I was dead tired. Nah, I fucking focused on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I got a fight June 9th out in Italy, man, so I'm getting ready for that shit. I'm excited. And so I was like, you mean, I literally put 22 hard rounds in, man. That's hey, so who you, hey, Janelle, who you fighting on June 9th, bro? Oh, uh, somebody out in Italy. I got somebody out in Italy. Up. That's what's huh? up. You better whoop his ass, man, because uh, I was actually talking to Seattle Slime about going to Los Angeles for uh, on exactly June 9th for the uh, Santa Cruz Adler Mars Part 2 fight. So, um, you know, put it down. Hold it down for us out there, man. Take care of your business. But, um, yo. With the with the breaking news today, Janelle. I mean, we were talking about it. I mean, these last two weekends, um, with everything going on transpiring, we kind of thought that things would have been swept under the rug and Canelo would have got his way when the briefcases got thrown at the commission. But Canelo caved in. He pulled out of the fight. The yeah, fight's exactly. Not happening. I mean, I don't know how Willis said it that it's not a black eye to the sport. I mean, it's clear that Canelo needs the juice to beat Triple G. Man, it's just clear. It's clear, it man. The a guy black was... eye sport. I agree. But it hasn't like, been a black eye, man. Hey, I, I'm a guy uh-huh. that believes you're uh, innocent until proven guilty. I believe this man, is America. Man, he was juiced his first fight. been proven. He was juiced in that first fight. You see, man, I got what he was in that he, first I mean, fight. So, man, he was juiced, been cheating man. too. I think they all cheating. Does he get caught though? I don't. Not so fast. <laughs> he might be. Hey, you were cheating get caught. Hey. No, real talk. But Janelle, I don't think he's. Just, I think Janelle, Canelo I is really about, man. Yeah, yeah. Because Janelle, I, I I go at a different perspective with you, um, because you know I I I've I seen dudes that be juicing. I, I I got a good eye for it. But um, I mean, you being in the in the combat sport game itself, and 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 uh, you have to look at it as a sign of disrespect, similar to the way a bodybuilder would be like, yo, if someone asks them if they're juicing, it's a sign of disrespect. But this is the fight game. This is the face of the fight game, the guy that's, like I said, supposed to lead the locker room as far as being the number one guy in the sport when it comes to the to the dollar sign. And for, for him to pull out completely, um, the dog ate my homework excuse was not going to cut it. And he pulled out to save the investigation of the, co- the commission time to possibly exactly. lighten the suspension, lighten the suspension and the fine. So Canelo basically doing this shit. You don't do this shit if you're innocent. If I'm innocent and I know I haven't done that's anything, that's like Donald Trump firing the FBI investigator. That's like Trump and that's like Trump fucking firing the guy who was investigating him. Same shit. Right. I mean, come on, man. When there's right. smoke, there's fire, man. You know what I mean? Right. It is exactly. what it is, man. So Janelle, it's like, this hey. whole entirely, this whole entirety of it all. Um, you know where I stand with it, and I mean, for everybody that I've been talking to, uh, and I've talked to a lot of people about this whole deal today. How do you see the face of Canelo? Because he was in shame today at his little press conference, head down. Oscar De La Hoya, all he needed to do was put a blanket over his head and walk him out the crowd. But he looked, he was in shame because he knew he did something wrong. And we've been talking about this for a while now, and it came to the light. Oscar was feeding that shit. I wouldn't be surprised, fucker. Oscar was feeding that shit. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I got him to fucking hook up. I wouldn't be surprised, man. It's like... It's like, hey, man, he knows that, hey, if he beats Triple G, if he's the first to beat Triple G, man, it was going to be, like, a something big. And even though I don't think he's worthy of it, but, like, he would have probably got the pound, pound number one crown. 
You know what I'm saying? And they waited for the man to slow down a bit, and it's like, hey, if we can knock this guy out, I'm quite sure this guy knew what he was taking. It wasn't no fucking meat contamination bullshit. It's like, yo, he took this shit knowingly, just thinking he would go, oh, wouldn't get caught. And, and fortunately, he got caught. And it's just like, it's just never a black eye for the sport, man. And again, boxing's been on a roll so far, too, man. There's been some real good fights putting on lately. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just sad it's got to happen because uh, I mean, this is going to be a big fight for the sport. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Canelo is a, is a fucking cheater. It is what it is. And not only is he overrated and protected, but he's also a fucking cheater. Yes, he's, he's the most protected fighter out there. I don't care what nobody says. He waited for Triple G to slow down these past two and a half, three years before he finally took the fight. And he took the fight at the right time, knowing Triple G wasn't the same fighter. And uh, he thought it was going to be a cakewalk. It actually wasn't. That's when we had Canelo talking shit on his Instagram feed, saying, I'm going to knock you out, you little bitch. That might have been a case of his little rage coming out that he probably hadn't had before, but... Um, nonetheless, he was more confident than ever, and um, with everything that came out right now, I mean, I, I, I believe I, I'm on the side with you thinking that Oscar might have been the guy supplying, because I wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah, um, you know, when Oscar Oscar made an announcement yesterday, which something we all we we should also get to, um, was about Lucas Matisse and Manny Pacquiao making a date. Um, I believe it was July 14th they said when it's going to happen um, in Malaysia. And I just wanted to give Oscar De La Hoya a little bit of a little taste in my mind when I, I, I told him on Twitter, hopefully you can keep that clambuterol away from Lucas Matisse. We don't want another one of your fighters eating some bad tacos at the barbecue cookout. <laughs> right. So uh, Oscar De La Hoya, I, I think that he was definitely the mastermind behind this because he's never been a, 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 a guy with great morals and standards, and then obviously he's uh, back on the wagon, so to speak. But I, that's almost why I kind of felt bad for Canelo, because I don't think it was his idea to run from Triple G all these years. That was De La Hoya. And I don't think that it was Canelo's idea to take this substance that he took. It was De La Hoya's idea. They, they knew that they had an alibi, but they didn't think that that shit wasn't going to work the way it didn't. But – um. Nonetheless, man, um, I definitely think it's a black eye for the sport because I think he's going to get, I mean, at the least six months, at the worst, one year. We'll see how it goes. Um, Honestly, I don't think um, he'll even fight Triple G unless he's, unless he's a lot of juice. I really don't think so. I think he was just that first fight, and I don't think he's going to fight Triple G unless he's a lot of juice. Unless Triple G really looks terrible like, like, all, all, by the time he's ready to fight him as far as right. like another year or two. And when he's really, really slowed down, I mean, the guy is like, what, his late 30s now? He's like, what, 36 now? If they was to fight again, he'd be like, what, 37 or something? Yeah, he's by then, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but hold on one second, Janelle. Uh, Willa, um, with this this whole thing going down, we got to figure out who's going to fight Triple G and Cinco de Mayo. Because, you know, they're talking about uh, a guy like Gary Spike O'Sullivan. Um, you know, he's uh he's available right now. But we also got Danny Jacobs who's um getting ready for a fight. He could easily give his homeboy some step aside money, have triple if we had triple G Jacobs part two. It's not happening. Cinco de Mayo, 
he would lit. not. He that's would probably, not fight Jacobs. That's probably not gonna happen. Yeah. Charlo, nah, Jacobs won that first fight. Charlo was on Twitter talking about it today, saying give the fans what they want to see. Um, no. But yo, uh, Willa, what do you, what do you think that they're gonna uh, throw at Triple G next? You think they're gonna give him somebody with some uh, good comp, or you know, throw the 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 uh, the handlebar mustache? Spike O'Sullivan at him. I call him Spike because he said only his friends could call him Spike. Uh, hell yeah, they're probably yeah. He's not he's not fighting none of these young American. I got parentheses. One of these young American fighters uh, right now. Um, Spike O'Sullivan. That's who I saw. The boy O'Sullivan. I forgot who the hell he fought last time, but he looked good. He not could he beat like some young kid on the come up. Who the fuck yeah, he beat, beat that crack fight? baby. Remember, you was calling him a crack baby that he knocked out. Oh, the guy that said he was a crack baby. Yeah. So let's, let's, <laughs> see, let's see who the fuck he was. Yeah, I, I remember, but yeah, he, you know, he came out. He looked, he looked good. good. He's gonna at least fight. Yeah, he's gonna at least go out there and fight. Triple G takes that. I, I'm not really mad at that at all. You know, if anybody, I'm always of. You know, I like to keep it consistent, especially in situations like this. If a guy pulls out a fight, I'm not putting my livelihood and my and my uh and my uh my history and everything up for grabs to fight some guy on three weeks notice or for however however many weeks we got. What are what are we at? We probably got a month's notice, right? So I'm not fighting one of these young hogs and I gotta train, especially if I'm if I'm actually studying tape and I'm training for this fight and I'm putting game plans together. I'm definitely not gonna do that. So I wouldn't uh, expect anybody else to do that. So he's gonna fight O'Sullivan, which isn't a horrible fight. You know, we at least know this guy's gonna fight. He's gonna come forward, so it'll probably be a right. good fight if, if if it lasts. So you know, I'm not mad at O'Sullivan. Uh, Triple G's got to do what he's got to do. He's got to get paid. I ain't mad at that. I think. For some reason, I think uh, David Hay and Bellew, too, is supposed to be on Cinco de Mayo, too. I, I think I saw that. I'm not sure. I might be tripping. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. We might have to look that up. I know that they, um, they got that <laughs> coming up. I'm not sure if they have it on the same date. Probably should have checked that out uh, beforehand. But, I mean, you know, um, the, the U.K. brothers and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? But, um I wouldn't be mad at the Spike O'Sullivan fight because, like, um, you know, um, I would like in, in in a perfect world we would get unification with Billy Joe Saunders, but Billy Joe Saunders had himself a little setback injury, so he's not going to be ready in time in sync in May fifth. So um, hey, we're trying to work with what we can. We got a month away from the fight, which is, you know, we 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 know what it is with Triple G um, after we've seen the Jacobs fight, but at the same time. He's still a triple G. So um, we're going to have to see what we can work up. I mean, Charlo, he he don't even want to be on Broner's card. That'd be cool if they could get Charlo to switch it up and, uh, you know, probably make the, the whole venue safer for when the, the, the Javante Davis, Adrian Broner, and Charlo fight goes on because they all got beef going on and take him out of there and have him get in there with triple G. But um, it, it's all speculation at this point. And um, bottom line is, since we can't get the big fight, we probably want to get a fight that's going to be a good fight. Um, and stylistically, um, I think Spike O'Sullivan and uh, Triple G would make for a good fight, but I think Spike might get his mustache knocked the fuck off by Triple G. So um, uh, uh, at least we still can get something for that weekend because that is a boxing date that dates back for a long time now. 
And um, with such a, a, a stain on the sport with Canelo having to back out because of these two failed drug tests, at least we can still get something. And, um, and you know damn well Triple G is going to be even more babyface favored than he was before because he's still giving the people what they want to see uh, regardless. As he came out and said today, um, he's going to be putting up all his titles on the line. All his belts are going to be on the line. And it's time for less drama, more boxing. Um, but Janelle, what's going on over there, man? Making a little bit of noise. But, yo, check it out. Janelle. Oh, no, that wasn't me. This, uh, huh? All right. Hey, what's up? All right. Well, Janelle, hey, um, about what's coming next on Cinco de Mayo for Triple G. Obviously, uh, Spike O'Sullivan, you know, knocking out a crack, baby. Don't give him the, the, the opportunity or don't it shouldn't give him the opportunity to take off four straps from Triple G, but it looks like that might well be what's happening. Uh Bubu Andrade is talking about he wants to fight. A lot of guys want to fight. Charlo wants to fight. Um guys yeah. are, are chomping at the bit. But what do you think's well, gonna happen with this uh this uh substitute for Canelo Alvarez uh against Triple G coming up on May fifth? Well scratch off Dane Jacobs. Yeah man that's not happening. Uh, on the him and Billy Joe Saunders, I doubt you were just going to fight even one of those two at this point in his career. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have – I want to chase those guys around the ring or basically have to do with the kind of skill set because they have a very good uh, skill set. I think those two should fight each other as far as Jacobs or uh, Saunders. But uh, uh, Saunders is not going to fight Jacobs either. I think Jacobs' best bet is moved to 168. I mean, that's the only way he'll get a big fight because at 160 uh, right now, guys don't want to fight him. Uh, guys line up for Triple G right now because you see that Triple G is slowing down. It's like why Canelo finally got the balls to get a ring with him. I mean, he slowed down. After the uh, – and Jacobs took a lot out of him. And I called to go into that last fight, you know what I mean? And you saw it, man. The guy looked sluggish. You know, and he looked sluggish. I mean, he's 35 years old, but boxing age, he's, he's older than that because he's been boxing his whole life. He, he, I mean, he goes way back you know, since he was a little kid, so it's like boxing taking his toll on him. And his style of fighting – I mean, the guy gets hit. It's not like he's a slick defender like a Hopkins or a Mayweather who can go all along because uh, they really get hit with clean power shots. I mean, Triple G gets hit. And from what I heard, man, Jacobs really, really hurt him in that fight. I'm not sure if it was true about the whole broken ribs thing, but I've seen, seen like numerous sources where guys are talking about it. He had broken ribs in the Jacobs fight. I, again, don't quote me that's, that's 100% true. I'm not sure, but I heard from numerous sources that it was true. And I was, like, right in the fourth row. I seen that time where Jake was hitting him, and I saw his facial expressions. And I was like, yo, this guy's really getting it right now. It's like, hey, his style of fighting, man, he gets hit. So at 35, you know what I'm saying, he's, he's slow, or 36, whatever, and he's slowing down. So those guys like Charlo wants to fight him, I'm not surprised. Saunders finally wants to fight him, but for years, uh, uh, we were Saunders for years. And now he's caught with G.I. now. I mean, for years he didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, man. A lot of those guys just a line up because they see the guys vulnerable now, and they figure that uh, it's a um, it's an easy meal ticket. But I mean, I'm looking for Triple G uh, to, to take a little a small tune up. I don't think he's gonna fight anybody real threatening right now because again, it is kind of on short notice that he switch up a new opponent. I mean, he will fight Sigur Demire, but it's not gonna be against anybody a well known in the boxing. Well, I doubt it. Well, what about Spike O'Sullivan? He made a little bit of waves in his fight 
um, you know, his fighting style and not only his mustache. Do you think that guy could, um, you know, maybe put a little – I mean, basically I'm looking for somebody that give Triple G a better fight than Dominic Wade. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you give I'm him a the only guy that's going to Triple G a fight right fight. now. What do you think about I don't think Sullivan would give him that much of a threat, honestly. I don't think he's that much of a threat to be even at this point in his career. I mean, he might make it interesting for a little while, but I think Triple G still puts him away. Yeah, I mean, uh, but, um, I mean, the guys that Triple G will have problems with right now is Canelo, definitely, Charlo, Jacobs, and Saunders. Those are the guys who would really give uh, Triple G a uh, hell. And, and a few of the guys might even be him. But Sullivan, I don't think Sullivan's in that mix of guys that would beat uh, Triple G. I, I just don't see it. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, shit, man, it's a whole lot to deal with right now. Um, we're, we're not sure how all this is going to work out. Um, like I said, the boxing world's a little bit upside down right now because we thought with all this shit going on that we're still going to be able to get the Canelo-Triple G fight by way of briefcases or not, and now that's not happening. So um, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not surprised because it's like if Canelo won't fight him without the juice, I don't think he'll fight him without the juice. I mean, I mean, I thought he was just in the first fight. I really think the man was was just in that first fight. I mean, I think he might have been juicing before that fight, but yeah, just, true. So, uh, true. Um, you know, if a guy gets caught for something recently, um, how far back does it go? Is something that I would speculate because, like I said, if you look back at Canelo when he was 21 years old and fought uh, Floyd Mayweather, um, he was still a big guy. But now he's just like, you know, now Canelo is a really big dude. Um, and, and and not to mention uh, the, the pounds he puts on on fight night. Um, I mean, when he fought Cotto, you know, it looked like – it looked like a, a – <laughs> It looked like uh, 154 against 170 or something like that. You know, the size difference and and uh, and the the lack of uh, force of the punches that Cotto was putting on him, as far as being ineffective, was was a motherfucker. But that's here nor there. Um, we don't even have proof yet about him actually cheating. So um, I I don't want to go back in that far. But I, I mean, I always had an eyebrow raise on him. But um. But that's that, you know. Um, that's the situation we're dealing with at hand right now, and we're just going to see where we go from there. But I'm glad that we still got Triple G, who's going to be able to put up a fight for us on Cinco de Mayo because, um, you know, a lot of boxing fans that are used to the uh, a fight being on that date, um, you know, Mexican fans, I mean, the, 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 the sales for everything involved with um, when it comes to hotel prices in Vegas, the betting lines, um all of the sales that go involved in that date, they, they, they're significant. So we're still going to be able to get that, and we'll see how it works out. But um, as of right now, Canelo needs to hold his head in shame. And if it was his idea, he needs to look himself in the mirror and figure out what he's really doing because he's uh, facing the blues right now. Um, but um, if he's not and it was taking advice from somebody else, maybe he needs to you know, give Al Heyman a call and say goodbye to that Golden Boy bullshit if it was Oscar's idea. But that's just me. We'll see how everything turns out. Um, nonetheless, we still got a big fight coming up this weekend. 
that we forgot to touch on Sunday because of everything that was going on. Um, but the WBA and IBF Junior Middleweight World Championship will be on the line with Eris Landy Lara uh, uh, going against Mr. Hurd, who's been, I mean, size difference alone in that fight as well. You know, Hurd can eat peanuts on the top of Lara's head if he wants to, but size difference and muscles don't mean shit in a fight. It's all about technique. And I think that when we're talking about technique and one of the most skillful fighters, um, in the junior middleweight division, we're talking about Aries Lanny Lara, who's a, a sniper. Ever since that, that last fight he had with Canelo Alvarez, where he didn't agree with the judges, just look at the tape from everybody he's been fighting after that. He's been finishing fights, whether he's finishing fights out in Miami, Florida, when it's raining on the outside, he's still finishing fights. And um, piston-like left hand, left straight that's coming through that is on another skill level compared to a lot of fighters out there is what Aries Lani Lara obtains um, along with his footwork, along with his IQ, along with his ring generalship. Aries Lani Lara has always been my guy, and he took a lot of slack for that fight against Canelo because, you know, um, his foot wasn't on the gas pedal as much as it should have been, even though I thought he won the fight, but people are still going to critique as much as they can. Um, if it's somebody who is a casual to the sport and looks at these two guys face off, you're going to think that big motherfucker is going to whip Lara's ass. But this one right here should be a good fight. Should be a good fight. But I think the skill level of Aries Lani Lara is going to be a problem because Hurd hasn't shown the best of gas tanks. And um, Aries Lani Lara, this should be Cuban boxing school. Ding, ding might be in and it might not even be a close fight I think it might be target practice for Arizona Lara um, Willa before we get to predictions from me you and Janelle what are you thinking about this fight coming up because like you said at the start of the show it is a big deal um, and I was ashamed that we didn't get to get to it on Sunday how you feeling about this fight coming up man oh man I think it should be a it should be a great fight. Like you said, we got Laura, the, the skilled technician, one of the best technical fighters in the game um, against a guy that's looking like a monster in there that's been knocking everybody out that he's been fighting uh, the last couple of fights. So, uh, you know, it's a good fight. Uh, people should be interested in checking it out. I think her, what we did see from him, I guess, against, uh, I think, who did he fought last? Maybe Trout. I think he fought Trout last. Um Trout was sort of giving him work, and yeah, it was, but it was. It was, it he was, was going hard. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice fight with Trout. I think he, I can't remember if he won or not, but I just remember him trying to knock him out the whole time and only having one, one dynamic. So, but at least he was coming the whole time. He's coming, so we'll see if his size uh, gets to take. He'll see if it's, he gets a size advantage over Laura if that does anything for him. But it should be a good fight. Excited. Big deal. I think it's uh, IBF, IBO, and WBA uh, titles. So it's three belts up. Yeah, for sure. I think that um, – I think the – I mean, the significance of it all is a big fight for sure. And um, Hurd is – he's he has a lot of confidence in himself and, you know, deservedly so. Um, that fight with him and Trout, Trout, you know, he, he, um, 
he he gave all he had. And Trout, you know, good wins over a guy like Miguel Cotto, arguably a win over uh, uh, of Canelo Alvarez, arguably is for sure worth debate. And um, he's shown some good signs, man. You know, um, didn't look that good against against uh, Arizlani Lara. But like we said, man, Arizlani Lara is one of the most um, technically dangerous fighters in the game because of the skill set that he obtains. And um, a guy that always takes care of himself, a family man, you ain't never going to catch Arizlani Lara um, out wilding. Um, a guy who's real appreciative of, 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 of as far as he came getting out of Cuba and, you know, dealing with the hardship. Um, and I know we uh, we always talk about something that a lot of people probably don't talk about from the podcast we came from before called the, the Cuban curse. And I know, Willie, you got uh, something for the Cuban brothers that um, you probably don't give as harsh to as the, the UK brothers. But I don't think that Arizlani Lara is going to be that guy that that gets hit with the Cuban curse deal because my man's is skilled, lengthy, um, size, physique, IQ, footwork. He's got a lot of the checks. He got a lot of the check marks uh, crossed out when it comes to what you need in boxing, and uh, that's one of the reasons why Arislandy Lara has always been my guy, and he's probably the personification of the Cuban boxing school. Um, and I'm going to just say it right now. I think Arizlani Lara is going to win by a, a wide decision to where we always say 117, uh, 111 is, 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 is not right. But I think that Arizlani Lara is going to take Mr. Hurd to school and he's going to humble him. And he's probably going to be making, he's probably going to be giving him uh, enough uppercuts to make it look like hers going to be nodding his head. Yes. And we're going to see that Odell Beckham hair fly around come this weekend. I got Arizlani Lara by a, by a wide margin. And I know he don't like judges, but I don't think he's going to knock him out because I think hers got enough heart to continue through a fight. Um, Arizlani Lara is obviously not the strongest of punchers, but if it's going to be a punch, it's going to be that straight left because it's like I said, it's piston-like, and it's not only piston-like, he's got sniper's precision, man. But I do see a knockdown happening in this fight, and I think Hurd's going to touch the canvas, and it's going to look funny because Arizlani Lara is looking up to this guy so much so from the size advantage. But I think Arizlani Lara is going to drop this dude at least once and cruise to victory. Um we're going to go to you first with predictions, and then we're going to see what Janelle's got prediction-wise for this fight. How are you feeling about what you've seen the outcome of this fight going to be, Willis? Uh, yeah, I see the fight going Laura's way until about the 8th or ninth. Something happens. He can't fight. His toe hurts. His arm, he, might, he, he, he pulled his shoulder out. His hand is broke sprained his ankle. Something's going to happen. Laura's going to get knocked out. It's going to be something. These Cuban guys, they've proven it once and once, uh, once, once, uh, once and once again that, you know, they are the new UK brothers. 
the 2018 UK brother. So, you know, just watch for something to happen. Laura, who should win easily, like you said, who should be able to put in easy work on this guy. It's going to be doing that until the Cuban, you say Cuban curse, yeah, whatever it is, until it hits, and it's coming. I see it happening. I'm sorry. Damn. Ah. And then, and then oh, hopefully he'll dude. fight Charlo, and we'll have another undisputed champion. There's a lot of undisputed championships going around real soon. A lot of guys with three. There's a lot of guys with three belts and two belts, it seems like. So I think we're almost there, man. We're almost there. Damn. I mean, shit. We'll see how it goes. I know Laura, um, when it comes to the Cubans lying about their age, I feel like Laura is the only one being honest about his age and the longevity of his um, athleticism and all that is going to do him dividends. But um, we'll see how that goes, man. I mean, uh, the guy hasn't slowed down, and he's looking like he's real sharp and on point and uh, continuously doing what everybody thinks that he's supposed to do because when you look at Laura, like I said, when you talk about a dangerous fighter, you always think about power. But with Laura, dangerous being skill, IQ, everything involved with the sport of boxing and the sweet science, that's what that guy obtains, and that's what makes him most dangerous. Um, and that's why Canelo had such trouble with him, leaving that fight with a busted eye. But we'll see what's up with it. Um, Janelle, <clears throat> How you feeling about this fight coming up and predictions, my man? Well, like I said before, I think Laura, I know he had a pretty subpar performance, his last performance, but right now I think he's amped up for this fight. I think he's amped up to prove the world that he's still the best 154-pounder out there. I think he's out to prove that he's always been the best 154-pounder out there, even when Canelo was there, even when Floyd was there briefly, because I thought he would have beaten Floyd had they fought. I know he believed the same thing also, but, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, I think he's going to uh, really just rise to the occasion and, and show the world that, hey, that there's no one out there at 154 on my level. You know what I mean? Um, I think right now he's a little amped up. That 154-pound division is actually – it's pretty intriguing right now with these young guns out there. And I think he's ready to just to clean the division out and, the, and, and then hang up his gloves. And I'm looking for him to do that starting this Saturday. I mean, he's going to – he, I didn't say he's a boy to boxing school. I mean, the guy hurt is a stiff. Uh, yes, he has power. Yes, he's extremely big, but he doesn't have nowhere near the classic box skills of a Laura. And Laura is just going to literally box circles on him. He's going to literally have this guy looking like fucking in, in La La Land. He's going to look like one of them uh, our freshman year in high school. You know, when you first walk in high school, you see these big kids, and you're like, damn, I just came from middle school, and I see these damn guys look like grown folks. I'm like, Wow. That's exactly what Law is going to do to this guy. He's going to make him look like a fucking fool. And, uh, I mean, only way I see Laura losing is if he gets robbed. <laughs> That's the only way I see him losing this fight. And and I won't even rule that out because, I mean, the, I mean, the guy's been robbed a few times in his career against Paul Williams, <laughs> against uh, Canelo. So it's like, hey, the guy's been robbed before. So if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised. But we'll all know that, okay, it was a robbery. You'll know who won this fight at the end of the fight, I, I'm picking Lord to, start to fucking box his ears off. He's too elusive for him, way too elusive. Yeah. And he's a no, no doubt, no doubt for sure. Yeah, dangerous motherfuckers when you're talking about Arizona Lark. Um, but then on the undercard for that fight, um, I mean, shit. 
this is probably a fight that if anybody would have bet some money on, I mean, if you would have bet $50 on Caleb Truax to defeat James DeGale last year, the amount of money you would have won would have been ridiculous. James DeGale wanted to get into the rematch so soon, which I thought is probably a mistake because his psyche's got to be fucked up a little bit because we've seen James DeGale in fights where people thought he should have lost, like when he was in the ring with uh, Rogelio Medina, the guy we know as Porky Medina. Um, And he gave him a really good fight where he busted his shit up and, you know, James DeGale was getting hit in his mouth and still sticking his tongue out. And um, James DeGale is an easily guy, uh, is an easily unlikable guy. Uh, the best part about James DeGale, whenever he has a fight, um, besides, you know, the things that he does in the ring from the U.K. fan base that he has, remember this, Willa, is the ringside attraction that reminds me of what Miguel Cotto used to bring to every fight. Illinois DeGale, James DeGale's sister, I mean, man, that's a bad sister right there, man. Every time she's out in the ring, I mean, yo, that's a bad one. But uh, real quick, Caleb Truax, James DeGale, I think it's too early for comfort for him getting his rematch in. I think that Caleb Truax takes care of business yet again. Willa, what you thinking about this rematch right here? Man, yeah, I think uh, I don't know what to think. DeGale saying that if he that he's got to win this fight, said if he doesn't, he's a bum. He's got to retire. And uh, you know, DeGale, Man. he's a likable guy, but he was getting whooped. You know, he was he, he was getting he got he was getting whooped by Porky Medina. It's like I don't know what to think about this dude. So we'll see. Uh, I, I can't really make a prediction. I, 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 you know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't make a prediction. I don't know who's gonna win. If if Miguel if Miguel's the real Miguel, he should he, it should be easy work. But he's not. He might be washed. So if he's washed, he might get washed again. So who knows, man? Who knows? Ugh. Janelle, any predictions that you got on this fight, real quick, before we wrap it up? I mean, I mean, I'm with I'm with Will on this. I mean, I mean who really knows, man? And who knows where this guy's head is at? Always oh, at at this point in his career. Well, we can agree on one thing, fellas. He's getting in this ring a little too soon with the same guy that he got upset by, and we'll have a ringside attraction like Illinois together that we can both uh, look at as some good eye candy. Um, other than that, fellas, I'm glad we got to get this midweek boxing done because we had a. I mean. Breaking news today, so uh, a lot of people are going to be looking at everything that's going on right here. Um, but I know it's in a late night for Janelle. I know Will is uh, two hours ahead of me. And uh, fortunately for me, I'm on that West Coast time. But we got to wrap it up for today, folks. Um, anything you got to say before we get up out of here, Willis? Damn, this shit's fucking... Hey. Oh no! I want to, yeah. all I say is, hey man, like I said earlier. Now that I'm thinking about it, we've got a lot of unifications that could be happening real soon. I think they got the cruiserweights going to unify. Uh, the other, uh, I think yep. the uh, uh, welterweight might be is close to unifying. 
uh, heavyweights is close to unifying. Uh, you know, I guess Crawford sort of screwed that up by, by getting out of there. But there's still a lot of them that could be made real soon, man. So, you know, this is a good time for boxing, man. Real good time for boxing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Business is picking up in boxing, man. And uh, as Janelle said, one of our own uh, correspondents out here at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast got a fight coming up himself uh, uh, July 9th or June 9th, I'm sorry. So uh, we still got some uh, business coming in um, in the ring and then outside here on the radio. So um, for everybody that joined us, appreciate it, man. Uh, Canelo, get your mind right. And for everybody else out there, Hope you guys have a good week. Uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast will be back on Sunday, noon uh, Pacific time to Central. And uh, we will be back with everything else that transpires throughout the week, covering the wrap-ups and all that stuff. So everybody out there, speaking for myself in the Central California District, Willa in Houston, Texas, Janelle out there on the East Coast, you guys have a safe weekend, a safe week, and be good out there, man. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, and we out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.